Welcome to Pursuing the Pinnacle podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Over the last couple weeks, we've been considering the topic and what I would say is a very important topic about attitude. We consider the indicator of attitude and how the perspective of life is dictated or changes by the attitude that we have. Last week, we considered what is our attitude, and we gave several different applications as to what it is, but when the attitude is positive and conducive to growth, we understand that the mind expands and progress begins. Well, this week, we're going to consider why our attitude is important. And not only this week, but the next few weeks, actually, because over the next several weeks, we're going to be studying or bringing forth some major statements or axioms that highlight the truth to us as to why attitude is important. The seven major statements or axioms of our attitude as to why it's important are these. Number one, our attitude determines our approach to life. Number two, our attitude determines our relationships with people. Number three, often our attitude is the only difference between success and failure. Number four, our attitude at the beginning of a task will affect its outcome more than anything else. Number five, our attitude can turn our problems into blessings. Number six, our attitude can give us an uncommonly positive perspective. And number seven, our attitude is not automatically good just because we are Christians. And so I hope and pray that you will tune in to each and every one of those major statements of attitude and as to why it's so important. So let's begin now with today's topic. We live in a world of words. And attached to those words are meanings that bring a variety of responses from us and from others. Words such as happiness, acceptance, peace, and success, these all describe what most of us desire to have in this life. But there is one word that will either heighten the possibility of our desires being fulfilled or prevent them from becoming a reality within us. For some, attitude presents a difficulty in every opportunity, but for others, it presents an opportunity in every difficulty. There are some who climb with a positive attitude, while there are others who fall with a negative perspective. The very fact that the attitude does make some people while it breaks other people is significant enough for us to explore as to why it's so important. And so we begin with our first major statement in regard to why our attitude is so important. That major statement is this, our attitude determines our approach to life. I believe the story of the two buckets underlines this truth about this major statement. One bucket was an optimist, and the other was a pessimist. There's never been a life as disappointing as mine, said the empty bucket as it approached the well. I always come to the well empty and never feeling full. There has never been a life as happy as mine, said the full bucket as it left the well. I always come to the well empty, but I always leave feeling full. You see, our attitude tells us what we expect from this life. And one of the valid ways to test our attitude is to answer this question. Do I feel like my world is treating me well? If your world is treating you well, then your attitude towards the world is excellent, and you will receive excellent results. If you feel so-so about the world, your response from the world will be average. 
feel badly about your world, and you will seem to have only negative feedback from life. Look around you. Analyze the conversations of people who lead unhappy, unfulfilled lives. You will find that they are crying out against a society that they feel is out to get them at every turn and to give them a lifetime of trouble, misery, and bad luck. Sometimes the prison of discontent has been built by our own hands. The world does not care whether we free ourselves from this self-made prison or not, because the world marches on. Adopting a good, healthy attitude toward life does not affect society nearly as much as it affects us personally. The change cannot come from others. It must come from us. It must come from within. The Apostle Paul had a terrible background to overcome. He told Timothy that he was the chief of sinners. But after his conversion, he was infused with a desire to know Christ in a greater way. How did he fulfill this desire? Was it by waiting for someone else to come to assist him? No. But neither did he look backward and whine about his terrible past. You see, Paul diligently pressed on to lay hold of Jesus Christ, Philippians 3.12. His singleness of purpose caused him to state, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We are individually responsible for our view of life. In fact, the Bible says, whatever a man sows, this he will also reap, Galatians 6, 7. Our attitude and our action toward life help determine what happens to us. It is impossible for us to tailor-make every situation to fit our lives perfectly, but it is possible to tailor-make our attitudes to fit those situations. You see, the Apostle Paul beautifully demonstrated this truth while he was imprisoned in Rome. He certainly had not received a fair shake, so to speak. The atmosphere of his confinement was dark and cold, yet he writes to the church at Philippi brightly, declaring, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Was Paul losing his mind? No. The secret is found late in the same chapter when Paul states, Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am in. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. You see, the ability to tailor-make his attitude to his situation in life was learned behavior. It did not come automatically, The behavior was learned, and a positive outlook became natural to him. Paul repeatedly teaches us by his life, by his example, that man helps create his own environment, mentally, emotionally, physically, and especially spiritually. And we do that by the attitude that we developed. As we close, I'm going to read four statements, and I want you to think to yourself as to which one of these most closely reveals your attitude toward life. Number one, make the world go away. Number two, raindrops keep falling on my head. Number three, I did it my way. And number four, oh, what a beautiful morning. I assure you, whichever one of those you chose determines the life that you're living right now. 
Once again, I want to thank you for listening and pursuing the pinnacle, sharing it with those that you love. As always, I pray that God be with you and that you seek him in all things. Until next time, God bless.